0: are listening to Mary Connolly, the Cause Coach, giving rise to action, creating fitness of mind and body, making the world better through running. Welcome to the Cause Coach podcast where we meet at the intersection of running and fundraising. I'm your host, Mary Connolly, and you know with um thousands of charity runners getting ready to start training for the Bank of America Chicago Marathon in just a little over two weeks uh, by the time this airs. So I couldn't think of a better guest to bring on uh, than Tim Bradley. Uh, Tim is the Director of Training and Interim Executive Director for the Chicago Area Runners Association. Welcome, Tim.
1: Good to be here.
0: (laughs) Well, I... You know, I know that everybody's probably just chomping at the bit for all your great advice on on how to a, approach training. but let's take a step back. Um, let's talk about your background a little bit. You know, how did you get into running? How did you get into coaching? like how did you get to where you are now?
1: I, how did I just woke up? How did I get here? Yeah, <laughs> um, I have asked that myself uh, many times uh, in the last uh, you know several months and then two years of a pandemic, but, uh, yeah, so I, I started running in 1997, so I was a, I was a grunge runner, um, which, I just made, which I just made up, um, but yeah, I started running in, in 1997 as a 14-year-old kid. Um, I, was, I was born here and moved away uh, in the early 90s, and then by the time I got to 1997, I was in high school and was looking for basically a sport that could get me in shape for basketball, and uh, cross country is that sport. Um, and I'm not one of those people that ran cross country and then didn't make the basketball team. I actually did make the basketball team, um, <laughs> but right. I was five, nine and still am five, nine. So, um, so here I am like 25 years later talking about running and um, yeah, it really was that simple Is just kind of went out for the sport was um, know definitely knew I was good was the number one freshman on on the team uh of a high school of about a thousand so shout out to Christian Brothers
0: uh
1: (laughs) college in St. Louis Missouri CBC for short um yeah it was really that simple had great coaches my coach um who was running the program is actually Colleen Quigley's who's an Olympian uh Colleen Quigley's dad was my my high school coach. Yeah. What so a great
0: coach. <laughs>
1: I know on this, on this 25 year journey, you start looking back at the people you interacted with and, and why you ended up where you ended up. Um, so yeah, so that was a big influence. And, um, obviously, you know, he gave me a lot of guidance and, um, you know, that, that got me into running at a very young age and, uh, yeah, went on to college and 11 years of college coaching and then joined Kara in uh, 2018, which I think I stole your next question, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. I was going to ask you how long you've been with Kara. So since 2018, and I know you you're making this big transition from uh, director of training to executive director, but you haven't lost the director of tra- training responsibilities. So how's that going?
1: I have not. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because, um, for, fortunately, in my time at Kara, so this will be my fifth summer working. You know, with our summer. Amer- training program. I mean, really from the jump, there was quite an infrastructure where, you know, there's 11, well, there's actually more than 11 site coordinators, but we have 11 training sites out there and they they all have great site coordinators. There's great group leaders. So a lot of this infrastructure was already there. And I kind of just took that and ran with it and continued that infrastructure, which allowed me to really be kind of a true training director and not have to, um, you know, be too hands hands-on. I mean, I still plan to coach, uh, at least, you know, one to three hours, um, a week, but yeah, I mean, I've got two great track coaches, um, that I work with on Wednesday night. I've got great site coordinators, uh, for our winter programming our summer programming. So yeah, I just, I kind of, you know, I'm here to support and help, but, um, we've got some great infrastructure in our training programs and that really allowed me to take on this, uh, you know, executive director role and kind of have the bandwidth to get involved in, you know, pretty much everything now that Kara does, but, um, you know, certainly allowed me to even consider, you know, taking it on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a lot of hats for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, wearing, wearing your executive director hat, what, what impact do you hope to have on the organization?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that we're already making a, a pretty big impact, but we definitely, you know, want to continue our mission. Um, you know, the biggest thing for us is obviously getting a lot of the participation numbers back to where they were in uh, 2019. Some of our programs really have come back strong. I mean, you know, if you think about 2021, ready to run our 20 mile event had 1700 runners, wow. you know, and and that's that's a big event for that time of year. Um, But uh, this year, you know, Lakefront 10, our 10-mile race, was up over 1,200 runners. So that was up pretty significantly from, you know, COVID year in in 2021. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're positioned to, you know, bring bring these participant numbers up. Most of our programs are back and have been back for a while. Um, So we had a really strong winter half program and winter marathon program. And, uh, yeah, we just have to continue that work and make it as – you know, operationally functional, logistically functional for, you know, staff and, um, you know, continue, continue that, uh, you know, mission and kind of just look for opportunities where they come. You know, we, we provide a thousand to 1300 program dates of different runs and events and, you know, it's a lot, you know, and, uh, we we have training programs that go 43 weeks out of the year. We've got our go run program that goes 40 weeks out of the year. So, We do a lot and uh, we just have to keep that going, make it sustainability, uh, you know, make it sustainable and uh, look at opportunities to make it even more scalable, Um, you know, but yeah, that's, that's really the plan.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, I really hats off to Kara too for really like maintaining running during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, being out there um, and lobbying to get the lakefront trail back opened uh, early on. And then, you know, I think your go runs were back up and running by they July were. of 2020. So, you know, you yeah. were delivering programming. And then I, I believe that there, you had a, a, a race then in the late summer or the fall, um,
1: we we yeah. had so, I, even during a pandemic year, it's so much we can't keep track. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, so
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> we had over a thousand participants in 2020 during the height of the pandemic. We had you know, we put in safety protocol guidelines. Um, so we had go run back in in, uh, the summer there and had over a thousand participants in, in 2020. We added a few races, um, using COVID guidelines. Um, so our Chi Town Miles race was added, we put on an right, autumn right. trail chase in 2020. So, yeah, we um somehow in 2020, we added, um, (laughs) we added three new races. So I don't, I don't know how we pulled that off, but we did. And, uh, a lot of those races are, are looking to uh, have strong, uh, 2022s. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we kind of just had a decision of like, we could sit back and, um, kind of just see what happens, or we could kind of like find a way through because we knew, we knew that if we did not do programming, and specifically for all these years that we've had summer marathon training since 1989, if we were to miss an entire year of training, um, you know, we knew it was going to be tough to come back. And I don't know, we just kind of made the decision that let's see what we can do and keep it, keep it safe. Um, you know, at the time we really didn't know how much maybe safer outdoor events were more than indoor events. So we got um, to the point where we were doing like social distance runs and Wearing masks and uh, look, people were so desperate for programming that participants were more than willing to do anything. Just just let me get out there and run,
0: you know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and a lot of people I know took took up running uh, during the uh, during the pandemic just because with gyms closed, it was something to do. So let's let's pivot to CARE's uh, uh, summer marathon training, which uh, starts the week of June sixth. Uh, so. What do you want runners to know before they start training?
1: Yeah. The notes I made for this one uh, was just don't do it alone. That would be <laughs> my biggest piece of advice. Um, as I've spent more time in the program. And like I said, going into my fifth summer here. Um, yeah. I mean, you see people that you'll, and now with our hydration stations, you know, you kind of strike up conversations with different people um, you know, who are on different training plans and different programs. And yeah, I mean, you just get to a point in uh, July and August where it gets so difficult to do these long runs by yourself and, uh, you know, trying to support your own hydration and just figure all that stuff out. So yeah, I really recommend that, uh, you know, somebody, you know, certainly join CARA, but certainly join a group of some kind that just gives you a better chance at being successful and enjoying the experience and avoiding injury. Um, but yeah, don't do it alone.
0: Yep. Power, power the group, as you say, right? <laughs>
1: Sure, yeah, for sure. And
0: I know, I know, you, uh, Kara works with about 50 charity partners. Um, so that's, you know, ch- training hundreds and hundreds of, of charity runners. So is, is there any, is there a, a different approach that you take with a, with a charity runner or different advice that you would give a charity runner or maybe additional advice?
1: Yeah. I mean, the main thing, uh, is when I am talking to charity runners, which I, I just got off a, a, a virtual kickoff. Yeah. You just have to think of when I was a beginner, and you know, three miles was a big deal to me. And uh, you just have to kind of put yourself in their shoes and realize what they're going through and what maybe some of their fear anxieties are, and then just give them some of the you know very simple, uh, simple practical advice that can really help them get off to the right foot. So it could just be finding their pace. It could be injury prevention. Um, you know, extracting out what maybe their marathon goal time should be. So. Just trying to put them in a position to, you know, be successful, stay motivated, avoid injury at all costs, um, because those, those are just, that's a killer. It just uh, really is a tough experience, you know, if you're limping to the start or finish line. So, yeah.
0: And particularly you know, tough that, for charity, charity runners. runners. Because yeah. they don't have the out that others do. They Correct. can defer yeah. in September if suddenly they're injured. And, you know, I know yeah. from my experience in coaching um, beginners, a lot of them will go out uh, maybe quite ambitiously before marathon training starts. And suddenly they're using muscles they've never used before. And, yeah. you know, they're starting to get aches and pains. And it's that trying to decipher whether it's just Uh, if it's a real injury or if it's just lack of conditioning. So, um, so, so conditioning is, is, um, is certainly important there. Um, Now, I know that, you know, not every charity is um, uh, training exclusively with Kara. I'm proud to say that, that mine, Mercy Home, I'll give a little Plug yes. for Mercy, mercy, mercy Home. Mercy is Home is an exclusive uh, charity uh, partner with CARA. But, you know, not everybody is is necessarily training with CARA. So for those who have a choice, uh, you know, what, you, you know, what's the, what's, the, what are the perks? What are the advantages of choosing Kara? Yeah,
1: that's a, a good question. Yeah, and really, you know, like I said, the more time that I spend around the program and you know, look at the differentiation and kind of what makes the care training program successful and been around as long as we have and had as many runners come through as we have. You know, we, we talk about the power of the group, um, you know, so not doing it alone, but the sheer amount of experience and enthusiasm that you see from our site coordinators and group leaders is, is really hard to match. I mean, we've got some group leaders that have run over 200 marathons. Um, we've got a lot of site coordinators that have done this for a decade or more. So the amount of you know, experience that you can have, you know, kind of week in and week out to help guide you along with all the support that we provide in terms of Rush PT, Injury Hotline. We've got a training, basically hotline email that you can reach out for uh, training questions. And then the sheer amenities, you know, the point-to-point 20-mile event that we do gives you a unique... nothing
0: uh, like that. Nothing like that. Yeah.
1: It really gives you a unique way to kind of cap off your training and that last 20 mile long run. And then, you know, anybody you talk to who's ever done our marathon VIP talks about the value of private restrooms, um, bathrooms on the way to the start line, and then having your own gear check and just a comfortable, you know, dry warm place on, on marathon day. So, I mean, the the sheer amenities, um, you know, you really are treated Like a VIP on Marathon Day, um if you come to that event, you know, we we take the responsibility of the participant experience, you know, you know, very seriously because we are all runners and have been um you know in that situation where you're looking for a smooth participant experience and almost to the point where you're we're anticipating your needs. So yeah, we just we just try to take that um participant experience uh you know very seriously and and want the best for everybody. And And yeah, try to do, you know, kind of great, not necessarily individualized training, but you kind of feel like you've got a connection to Kara and our coaches and our staff um, when you do our program.
0: Yeah. The other, the other advantage too, and why, you know, Mercy Home, it trains with you exclusively is the fact that you have all these uh, suburban locations for training too. Um, You know, there's a lot of folks that are in the city, um, but you guys have a much bigger footprint, um, which is, which is great because we don't want to leave our our suburban folks out there. I'm really excited. I'm gonna be uh, training uh, with you guys, although I'm not running Chicago because I'm gonna be at our Mercy Mile there between 16 and 17 uh, cheering our, our folks on on marathon day. Um, but I'm, I'm running New York, so I'm gonna do all the training. And then when everybody for Chicago is tapering, I'm gonna add a couple of extra long runs, so. Um, But so now a lot of runners are coming from out of town though, and they're going to be training with you virtually. So what is, is, like, what does virtual training look like?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. And and really up until a couple of years ago, nobody was necessarily too familiar with that. You know, it's kind of like, what is virtual? (laughs) Do you mean online? You know, But now everyone's kind of pretty familiar with uh, virtual training or virtual racing. But yeah, we offer a, a great program where we've got two different options for our virtual folks. So people that aren't able to join us in person week in and week out, you can do our virtual local option, which gets you, you know, the full access to our training guide and all the different training plans that we provide. It it gets you access to our newsletter. And then when we get to that ready to run a 20 miler event, you're able to show up specifically for that event. And you're also able to have access to our marathon VIP on uh, race day. So you're kind of following the program virtually, having access to all those digital um, assets and, and training tips, but then you're coming in person uh, for those two kind of major events that we put on. And then for people that are really out of town or maybe even uh, international runners, uh, we have a, a virtual option where you basically just follow the training plan and uh, have access to you know, all those uh, plans and the training guide along with our newsletter. Uh, and then we see you on race day so you still have access to marathon vip um so we've had people like that they're like oh, i've been following the training all summer and i'm so glad to meet you guys in person i feel like yeah. i know you awesome. um so we're we're meeting them at uh, marathon vip for the first time so it's it's cool yeah when people come out of town and have uh, they kind of share the journey that they've had in houston or overseas or wherever I mean, they might be coming from
0: very cool um So, you know, one thing that you, you mentioned, um, was like the different, how many different levels of training plans are there? Yeah,
1: that's a good question. So we've got five different plans, which really meets the needs of, you know, all of our participants. Um, it's, it's really been great, um, to kind of develop and, and grow these plans and work with more and more runners each year. Um, so yeah, we had people that, you know, they follow the novice plan and that's a great, um, plan to get the mileage in and get their first marathon in. And then we've got a novice two plan. We've got an intermediate plan an advanced plan that, uh, we saw some people use that and break uh, three hours for the marathon last year. Wow. And then we also uh, have a run walk program that we started a couple of years ago, um, for people that are maybe a little bit on that edge of the cutoff, uh, where they're just, you know, trying to get from point A to point B in one mm-hmm. piece
0: yep.
1: and uh, run run walk is a very effective strategy. Um, you know, probably known, could be used more, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I've known people who've, who've done the, you know, the run walk and have actually surprised themselves on, on the time that they've yeah. been able to yeah. achieve. So, so yeah, all we put plans. a lot of, uh,
1: yeah, we put a lot of research into that. You know, the first year um, I was at Kara, we didn't necessarily have, like, we had people that were run walking, but we didn't have a specific run walk interval plan for them. And, you know, we did a lot of research and asked all of our group leaders, like, you know, what's the best approach and. What do you guys like to do and, and kind of put it together um in 2019 and it's, it's been you know very popular and successful going forward
0: excellent and and for for those who are on the feds that you also have uh run walk pace groups too for the for the yeah we typically
1: have uh run walk pace groups yeah they start uh, basically at 12 uh minutes run walk and then go up to 13. um it, it kind of depends on the site you know there's some sites that have a bigger uh, run walk presence, and then there's some sites that might just have one or two. Um, so that's something you can look on our website or contact Kara uh, before you head out. But uh, but yeah, I mean we've got uh, even in those groups too. You know we we have some very experienced uh, folks that have done lots of marathons using that technique.
0: Yeah. Um, so for for those who um may not be already signed up with a, with a charity. What is the, what is the last date that runners can sign up for Kara training?
1: The good news is we keep it open for the entire summer. Uh, right. Believe it or not. And a lot of people are like, why do you do that? Well, because people realize in uh, you know July and August, how challenging it is to <laughs> run by themselves. So yeah, we keep it open. Um, and believe it or not, almost about 25 to some, some years, especially in, in, uh, you know, in in 2021, you know, registration was very low because a lot of people weren't sure if the marathon was going to even happen. But as the summer went on, um, yeah, you're, you're picking up, you know, dozens of registrations uh, week in and week out. And um, yeah, we keep it open. So um, whether you join us in June or August, um, yeah, we'll be here.
0: Excellent, excellent. Now, just to, to go back to something that you you were talking about earlier, um, your your go runs um, now. Now Kara's been doing some really, really great work making running more accessible to some of Chicago's under-resourced neighborhoods, um, and and you have your own charity team to to support that. So I'd like to like you to tell us a little bit more about that and give a plug for your team.
1: Yeah, I mean the Go Run program. Um you know, it's, it's been around for several years now, but I kind of I call it like one of the best secrets in running because, you know, Cara does so much that, you know, if you're used to training with us or coming to our races, you may not have interacted with Go Run yet, but basically Go Run is a, a program where we offer 40 free 5k and one mile timed runs, um, you know, for basically, you know, communities that may not have the same access, um, you know, as other communities. And so we're in 13, you know, different Chicago Park District parks um, throughout Chicagoland. And we've got a great, you know, manager of the program, Dominique, who just won a national award for beginning. I saw
0: that. That that was awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So she won uh, an award um, from Roadrunners uh, uh, Clubs of America, where it was basically beginning running program of the year in 2021. And then we just uh, on Tuesday night, we're at the Chicago Run Gala, which is a great organization locally, and she was honored for the Go the Distance Award um, from that organization. So so Dominique's, yeah, I've been killing it. She's been doing a great job with um, just galvanizing different neighborhoods and parks and getting people out there and using running, you know, to really uh, push a healthy and active lifestyle. And there really is uh, not a program like it in terms of you know, scale and accessibility. So to be a, as, as many dates as we have throughout the year, you know, I was, I was actually talking to somebody today and they're like, so you guys must go from like June until August, you know? And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> we're out, we're out there in February to November. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're out there longer than a baseball season, um, weekend and week out putting on these, uh, these great 5k, you know, uh, races and, um, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't be more proud of our staff and, you know, site coordinators and volunteers that uh, help put on that program, because it's, you know, I always tell people, like, if if somebody went to like a big corporate donor and said, you know what we should do, we should do like 40 free, you know, five Ks throughout the Chicago land area and make it just free and accessible to everybody. It's like, that's a great idea. Yeah. We're already doing it, you know. Yeah, exactly. um, so when you when you just think about the scale and the impact um, that it can have year in and year out, um, you know, over, over 3,700 participants. So, uh, wow. you know, we the program last year. So, um, you know, it's, it's a great program. And uh, the but recent that, campaign, Go ahead.
0: yeah, I was just gonna say dominate, uh, just brought so much energy to that program. Um, yeah. And I know she's also started um, a lot of, run crews in in some of these neighborhoods as well so to kind of yeah one of the one of the things that we
1: recognized um one of the things that we recognized was like you know having the you know free 5k on a saturday was great but you know there are um some 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 areas where we want to bridge the gap and get people into running and get them maybe on a beginning running training plan or you know basically the run crews interact with people throughout the weekday so that they can you know get another run in, um, you know, they can also, you know, be at their local park um, with the training group. And so yeah, Dominique started, uh, you know, five run crews over the last uh, basically 18 months. Wow, and fabulous. we've also had a, a, a really great, uh, you know, capital campaign and our charity Team Care Go Run, um, which gets a very generous allotment of You know, marathon bibs uh, from the Chicago Marathon has really helped. uh, You know, produce some more funding for the program. And like I said, you know, it's 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 on such a large scale already that uh, we have to continue to find support for the sustainability and you know scalability of it. Um, You know, but yeah, it's um, it's really been a great um, you know period for the program. And yeah, I think I think the pandemic people really just started to see like the value in it. Um, and, uh, we hope, yeah, we hope to have over 4,000 participants in 2022.
0: Wow. Excellent. 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 Great program. And if people want to fundraise, you still have some marathon spots open.
1: Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. Both, right. uh, we have both marathon and, uh, the new 13.1 that the right. Chicago marathon is putting on. Yep. We have it's a very, very generous allotment of bibs for that as well.
0: Yeah. Um, 13.1 is interesting because I think I'm I'm hoping that there's a lot of people that are are going to run 13.1 and suddenly they say hey you know I now that I've done a, a half marathon before marathon training has even started maybe I'm up for the marathon too right
1: yeah yep.
0: <laughs> so um what's the piece the best piece of advice that you could give uh for runners beginner or experienced as they start training for this year's marathon
1: yeah and that's a good question i mean i always kind of it always goes back to you know just finding your pace and coming up with uh realistic tangible goals and then also you know finding ways that you're going to break down those goals into um kind of achievable chunks you know so a marathon is a long way to go and you got to find ways um you know, within your week of training, within your day of running, within you know that individual run of how you're going to you know break it down into manageable chunks, achieve you know the goal for that day, and uh, and then go on you know to the next day, and then you know a lot of you've heard this one before. So uh, eventually, I'll start my um, Instagram handle of ambiguous running advice. That's my <laughs> new. Uh, that's going to be my new. Like uh, yeah. you know, for charity runners or for beginning runners, you do hear kind of like a lot of ambiguous running advice, whether it's like run the mile that you're in or, um, whatever it might be. And they're all, they all have their space. But, um, the one thing that you do hear a lot is like, well, have a plan and stick to it. And I do agree with that for the most part, but you know, I've kind of refined that over the years and it's like, certainly have a plan and have a goal, but realize, you know, this really is a journey and there's going to be bumps in the road, there's going to be hot days, there's going to be, you know, blister, you know, all types of different things can happen along this journey, but that really is what makes it uh, such a special experience, um, is not everyone takes up the challenge, um, and not not everyone will necessarily complete the challenge, but, you know, having a plan, trying to stick to it as best you can, and then making strategic adjustments along the way, as inevitably, you know, you run into uh, a 90 degree day and you're trying to run a 16 mile long run. So, but if if you can keep that in perspective and find that balance between, you know, sticking to a plan and strategic adjustments that can, uh, that can really go a long way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, have, have that plan uh, but, but be flexible when you need to be right. So, so um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't prep you with this question, but I always love first, first marathon stories. What was your first marathon?
1: So I ran uh, my first marathon in 2011. So I'm one of those few people that said I will never do that again, and I have stuck to that. Uh, <laughs> so, so I can relate to a lot of charity runners because I'm a one and done. Um, but that one and done. The main reason why I'm a one and done is because I broke I broke three hours and oh, I qualified for wow. Boston. Fabulous. Uh, um, and I was also the uh, I was also the first um, finisher among beginning marathoners at that race. Wow. So I said to myself, as I got more and more into my coaching, um, that at that point I had been running competitively since the age of 14 and I was 27. Um, you tend to be not the most financially stable person. If all you've done is (laughs) kind of focus on running from the age of 14 to 27. So, um, so yeah, that was kind of it for me, but you know, I still, you know, remember that day. And yeah, it does. I mean, a marathon really does change your life forever. Um, you know, when you finish and just that experience and yeah, I mean, every once in a while you're like, well, you know, should I go back or do it again? But I really did, um, achieve everything I wanted to, you know, in that first race. And, um, yeah, my family got to see me there and, you know, it was pretty much the last, you know, like, free weekend i had to kind of focus truly on my own running and since then it's uh it's basically been you know co- coaching and other stuff but
0: um well you're now living you know, vicariously through through all your your runners that you're coaching well i do
1: i do like to egg on our care of members so you know who <laughs> wants to join the sub three club because yeah. it's um it's a pretty select club and um yeah i mean once you do it once you're always a sub three guy so i got that going for me
0: yeah, very good. Well, Tim, it has been absolutely wonderful to, to have you on uh, today. Uh, where can my my listeners find you?
1: Yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter, Facebook. You can see a lot of my content. Will be on our Care website. Um, I've done getting technical videos in the past. I have a blog that goes up on uh, Care periodically, so um, you can find me there. And then, as always, I'm always at uh, training at CareRuns.org for any program questions or training questions.
0: All right, sounds good. Well, Tim, thanks again. I look forward to seeing you out there on the lakefront trail this summer.
1: Yep, I'll be there. Thanks, Mary. Thanks. Take care.